Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As first reported by the Wolverine.com Monday afternoon, Jim Harbaugh will be suspended after all. Michigan has self-imposed a three-game suspension for the ninth-year head coach to begin the 2023 season. That means he'll sit out against East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green. Before we get into all that, make sure to like this video on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and head to thewolverine.com for all of your Michigan football, basketball, and recruiting news and analysis. Sign up right now. Become a premium subscriber for just $1 for your first month. Perfect time to get in here as the football season is getting going. Michigan just 12 days away from opening the year. Clayton Safey here with the Wolverine. Let, let's kind of go over this and talk about the backstory first. So back in the winter, as those who have followed this story know, Michigan received a draft of a notice of allegations from the NCAA. There were four minor violations and one major violation, a level one violation, which is the most severe that one was levied personally against Jim Harbaugh for misleading investigators on one of uh, one or two of the level two violations, the more minor violations that Michigan committed over the last couple seasons. So according to numerous reports, what that level one violation is for is that Jim Harbaugh said he didn't recall having contact with a couple of recruits during a COVID dead period. You weren't supposed to have any face-to-face contact. Apparently, Uh, He did have some contact there, but he said he didn't recall it when initially speaking with the NCAA. They say, hey, you lied about that. He's been adamant he hasn't, according to reports. Now it goes into a period of negotiating where Michigan and a group from the NCAA go back and forth, make proposals about, okay, what's going to happen here? What's the next step? That was reported just before Big Ten Media Day, as a lot of people know, back in July that – Hey, they, they uh, agreed to a four-game suspension here. Jim Harbaugh is going to sit out the first four games. Well, in mid-August, turns out that that was not accepted by the NCAA's Committee on Infractions and that it will go to a hearing with the Committee on Infractions. They will determine some sort of punishment. Then you get the, the statement from Vice President of the NCAA, or one of their vice presidents, Derek Crawford, who says, hey, this is more than just a cheeseburger. Uh, obviously, that caught on as well uh, that you know maybe there was a cheeseburger involved with the contact with those recruits and that's kind of where it stood hey this is going to be pushed off he's not going to be suspended this season unless Michigan self-imposes something and that leads us to today where Michigan does self-impose a three-game suspension so the four-game suspension that was proposed by Michigan and the NCAA was not accepted by the Committee on Infractions. Michigan goes ahead with its own only three-game suspension for East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green. Again, the Wolverine.com's Chris Ballas first reporting that. He also reports on Monday that Sharon Moore, Michigan's offensive line coach and offensive coordinator, and tight ends coach Grant Newsom will miss the opener. Uh, They were previously reported to to have some violations there that uh, they will see a suspension for. Now, First and foremost, let's talk about how this affects Michigan on the field in two different aspects. First, with the players. We talked to a few of them 
during press conferences at Schembechler Hall on Monday afternoon, and they've all said, hey, this is not going to affect us. This is a focused team. This is a driven team. Coach Harbaugh told us not to get better, get better. You know, that's what he's going to do, and that's what he wants his team to do. Now, if anything, it's going to light a fire under this team. So Blake Corum, talking about a potential four-game suspension back at Big Ten Media Day, says, quote, if anything, it's going to make us go even harder, maybe a little motivation, light a fire under us. I'm going to rally my troops, get them going, and we're going to do this for Coach Harbaugh, really just bring my guys together and do what we do, play ball, leave it all on the field, and get the job done. Kenneth Grant, Michigan sophomore D-tackle, says the same thing on Monday. He said, we ride behind Coach Harbaugh. If anything, we're going to have more fire in those first three games. So it doesn't seem like, especially against these opponents, right, East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green, that it's going to have a huge impact on Michigan on the field. Now, secondly, though, with that is who's going to be the interim head coach. I think the guy at the top of everybody's list for that would be Sharon Moore. But if he's going to miss the first game, it'd be a little clunky to maybe switch interim head coaches. So you go with somebody who's not suspended. Now, there are a ton of different names for that. Jim Harbaugh has said that he feels all 10 of his assistant coaches will be head coaches one day. Some of them, like Sharon Moore, are ready right now. So guys that come to mind, Mike Hart, Jesse Minter, defensive coordinator, Jay Harbaugh, special teams coordinator and safeties coach, Mike Elston, D-line coach, recruiting coordinator, Steve Klingscale, co-defensive coordinator, and secondary coach. So a lot of different guys there. You could probably name some more and – it's going to be interesting to see what Michigan does here. It wouldn't totally shock if they go with one guy one week, another guy the next week. That feels like a Jim Harbaugh type of move. But you would think most likely it's one guy the entire way through. And something you have to consider, too, is if you're going to be down two offensive assistant coaches for that first game, it'd be a lot easier to probably hand over the reins to somebody on the defensive side of the ball, like a Jesse Minter, Jay Harbaugh, or Steve Klingscale. But we know Jim Harbaugh is going to make uh, a good decision there, and, and he has a lot of good options to work with. Now, that's on the field. It doesn't feel like it's going to be a huge effect. This is a Michigan team that has championship aspirations. They're ranked number two heading into the season. It's focused. The culture's there. They're going to vote on captains later this week. There are about 10 guys that could be captains for this team. They have great leadership, and again, the opponent's are not very good teams. A couple of them went to bowl games last year, but these are group of five opponents. Michigan should handle their business pretty easily given the talent gap there. Um, now let's move on to how this is or, or what this means for the NCAA case going forward. So uh, a couple different things being reported, and we'll get to the Wolverines' Chris Ballas, who has been all over this story as well. But I wanted to read one thing from Angelique Shangelis of the Detroit News. She says, this is a goodwill effort by Michigan in hopes the NCAA won't add further penalties. I think that's kind of what came to mind for me. I know that's what came to mind for a lot of you when this came down is, okay, three games, again, it's less than what fell through with the four-game proposal there, but three games coming from Michigan, hey, this is a sign to the NCAA. We're taking this seriously. We're going to self-impose here. Um, but according to the Wolverines' Chris Ballas, it does not look like that is going to happen. The NCAA is not accepting that as a resolution here where, hey, this thing is just done and Jim Harbaugh is in the clear. No, it's still likely going to go to a hearing with the Committee on Infractions. They could add on some further punishment here, potentially in the 2024 season. So it seems like this hearing is going to happen 
after the 2023 season. Pete Thamel from ESPN also adding some context on this with a Twitter thread today. He says a source familiar with the case said that Michigan's decision is indicative of the severity of the eventual potential ruling against Harbaugh. It's a move that shows the school is trying to curry favor for good behavior and mitigate some of the eventual punishment per a source. He says schools rarely overreach in self-imposing penalties and the initial negotiated resolution that the committee on infractions rejected was for four games while an entire process has to play out more punishment for harbaugh is a reasonable expectation considering the school's action so that seems like um most likely at this point that we're going to get jim harbaugh being suspended in 2024 uh, as well so looking ahead to 2024 in the non-conference michigan has fresno state august 31st Texas, a huge showdown with Texas at the Big House on September 7th. And then third non-conference game is Arkansas State on September 21st. So probably a Big Ten game mixed in there. Uh, let's say he gets two games. Then it's it's Fresno State and Texas. If he gets three, it's those two plus maybe a bye week the next week. And then Arkansas State's your third game or a Big Ten game mixed in there. So you don't know exactly what the punishment's going to be. We won't know for quite some time most likely, but those are the games right now that Michigan has on the schedule. The Big Ten schedule will be released, and they're probably working on that as we speak now that Oregon and Washington will have entered the mix uh, in 2024. But the bottom line, from my standpoint, is two things. One, in the long term, on top of everything we've talked about, Jim Harbaugh better have been on board with this suspension. You know, he's remained. He didn't lie, according to numerous reports. He said at Big Ten Media Day that he has nothing to be ashamed of with this. He would love to talk about it, but he can't right now. It seemed like he was fine with fighting this until the end, going to that hearing and figuring out and really stating his case and then figuring out what sort of punishment, if any, he gets from the NCAA. Or maybe he realizes he was going to not get a fair trial, not get a fair hearing. And he's like, okay, let's take three games and see if this is a way to mitigate the punishment that the NCAA is going to get, or maybe nullify that, maybe get or negate it. There's no punishment. Who knows? But Jim Harbaugh better have been on board with this because you don't want to upset him, tick him off, have any sort of saltiness there because he could have options after the 2023 season and you want to keep him in Ann Arbor, no doubt. And And last thought, in the short term, again, this likely won't affect Michigan During these three games this season, Jim Harbaugh has prepared this team really well through this point. He's still going to be able to be there during the weeks. It'll be a speed bump, a hiccup, but this is a really veteran team with great leadership chasing a national championship. They're number two in both major national polls, and it just doesn't feel like this is going to detract this team from achieving those goals. Something else could. But it doesn't feel like this is going to be the reason, especially with the timing and the opponents they're going to play in those first three games. So stay tuned on this story and much more with Michigan football, basketball, and recruiting over at TheWolverine.com. New members right now get premium access for just a dollar for your first month. So sign up there. Also, like this video on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, and we will see you next time.